Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Newt News Podcast. The big news today is the return of baseball. We're all so excited. Spring training games started last Friday, and they're going to run for about five weeks leading up to opening day, which is going to be March 30th. We'll be breaking down the Cardinals' first two games today, and then we're going to touch on some interesting news around the league. A lot of stuff happened. We're also thrilled to announce that our next episode is going to feature Katie Wu of The Athletic. So leave questions and comments below in the comments on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. Be sure to tune in next week for that special episode, but enough about then. Let's get to today's show. All right, so the Cardinals played their very first spring training game yesterday. Um, they lost 3-2 to two to the Nationals. It's a little Tough. bit unfortunate, but it's spring training, so it doesn't really matter. Um, what were some uh, notable details from that game? I think the thing that I was most interested in was obviously the big highlight for Cardinals fans, the Brendan Donovan home run. Um, it's been getting a lot of attention because so Brendan Donovan had, I think, four or five home runs last year, if I'm correct, but none were hit as hard as one he had yesterday. This is so interesting because one thing that he really wanted to do this offseason was improve his power numbers, specifically his bat speed. Um, and so what he did was he switched to a puck knob bat. That's kind of a term that's been getting tossed around a lot. For those of you who aren't familiar, the puck knob bat is basically at the bottom of the bat instead of like a tiny little knob on most of them. It's a lot bigger. It's, it's like a pop, hockey puck. That's kind of where it comes from. And so it's used as a counterbalance and it's supposed to help you add a ton of power and a ton of bat speed. Paul Goldschmidt used one last year. So he adopted that and then had the really big power resurgence that he had last year. Um, and so obviously he's been hyping it up. A lot of guys on the team have been getting excited. And so it was really awesome to see Brendan Donovan using that and to immediately see some in-game results. Now it's a tiny sample size. It's spring. We don't really know, but yeah. What do you think of that gravy? Yeah, and additionally, uh, a lot of the rookies that are in our farm system right now are looking great. Um, Moises Gomez had a double yesterday and went two for mm -hmm. two today. And uh, Mason Wynn had his first call to the to the game today. Uh, he had two hits. Um, and overall, yeah, DeYoung has looked great this last couple games. Donovan Homer, like all, all these rookies are clicking. It's looking good. Yeah, Jordan Walker had that big big home run today, three-run shot in the first inning off Johnny Cueto. We love to see that. Not big Johnny Cueto fans here, but um, too bad he didn't drop the ball right before he gave up that home run. That would have been pretty perfect. Classic Cueto moment. Yeah. Um, in, in some controversial news, C.B. Buckner, uh, the umpire um, from yesterday's game, refused to shake Ollie Marmel's hand. And if, you'll, if you guys will remember, I, I believe last season in a game in Arizona, Arenado had a called strike three on him. That was just terrible. It was like nowhere near the zone. I think it was, think it was the first pitch of the at-bat actually. Like it wasn't even, it was just so bad that it was like, it didn't even result in him getting out. I thought it he was struck just out on that. That was called strike three. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, I'm pretty sure it was the first pitch. But it was just um, a terrible call by him. Um, normal, uh, of course, upset with the call, uh, came out of the dugout, yelled yeah. at Buckner a little bit, um, two of them don't seem to get along. And I think that's carried in uh, to spring training even, which is a little bit strange. Uh, usually don't see umpires holding a grudge like that. Yeah. It felt like a lot of it was really personal. Like Buckner made some ridiculous calls and it felt like he was just trying to piss off Ali Marmel, to be honest. But in that clip, like you can see Arenado just whip his head around when he, you know, here's strike one, which is shocking because I mean, Arenado has been known to get into it a little bit with the umpire when he's wrong, but like this call, just not even close way down, way inside. Um, wasn't even near the strike zone. And so Arenado whips his head around and then Buckner tosses somebody immediately 
And on TV, you couldn't tell, but you find out it's Marmol from the dugout. He hadn't even come out onto the field yet. Buckner and then Marmol had some some very, very um, sharp words for Buckner during the spring training because apparently they tried to come out and like shake hands. Marmol wanted to shake his hand and just put the drum behind him and Buckner refused. And then Marmol went on to say that he's a classless man. <laughs> so it's exciting. It's going to be a fun season. I hope we get Buckner all the time so we can enjoy the controversy. Yeah, some entertaining bad blood uh, recently with C.B. Buckner, but uh, we wanted to talk about the Manny Machado extension that was just announced today. Um, it's an 11-year deal for, I think, $350 million. And yeah. um, and this just this comes after he announced that he was going to opt out of his contract for the 2024 season. Uh, what do you guys think of that? My first reaction to this uh, deal is that personally, I'm very thankful as a Cardinals fan for Nolan Arenado. Um, I think him not opting out when he could have gotten so much more money on the open market really shows his loyalty to the team. Uh, obviously, Manny Machado's within his rights to opt out and go ask for more money. Not really sure I like the way he handled it. Um, talking to the media like day mm -hmm. one of spring training saying, yeah, I'm going to opt out. Doesn't seem like the, the biggest teammate uh, play right there, but I think just seeing Arenado have loyalty to his team, uh, playing the same position, obviously really comparable players, two and three in MVP voting last year. Um, really happy to see that Arenado is still with the team. And on opening day, I hope, I hope Arenado gets the biggest ovation from the from the crowd. Maybe Wainwright will get that, but um, I hope the Cardinal fans all recognize that Arenado really likes being on the Cardinals and appreciates him for that. Yeah, for sure. Arnado deserves a huge pat on the back for the way he handled everything this offseason um, because he's every bit as talented as Manny Machado is and could have earned just as much money in the open market, if not more. I mean, Arnado has won six straight platinum gloves, which Machado hasn't done. So whatever. <laughs> I was I was kind of outraged to see Machado ahead of Arnado on these player lists when Arnado was worth an entire extra win by war. So um, whatever. Machado, a little bit overrated, in my opinion. That's just my thought. But yeah, I'm looking at the deals of this contract and it is a ton of money to give somebody all the way through their 30s, all the way into his age 41 season. Correct me if I'm wrong, but now the Padres are going to pay you Darvish till he's 42. They're going to pay Bogarts till he's 41. They're going to pay Machado till he's 41. They're going to pay Tatis well into his late 30s. I mean, what is the plan here? Do they even understand how the, the salary, whatever, the luxury tax works? They just forgot it exists. They are loading up. And I just feel like with they've traded their whole farm system, they don't seem sustainable and they're just paying superstars into their forties. Like they're going to be really bad at some point. And that's going to be really fun for the rest of us. Yeah. It just seems like they have no care for the luxury tax, and especially with uh, Juan Soto. I, I have no doubt that they're going to give him uh, a large amount of money. For do you think they'll, do you think they'll extend Soto? I could see them extending Soto. Um, I mean, based on their, their, extensions of Bogarts and Machado I just can I can see like a massive sum of money going to Soto you just have to ask when does the natural decline kick in for these guys because I don't know four years from now Machado is going to be 34 you know Bogarts is going to be well into his 30s um we don't Tatis is such a wild card after not playing at all last year and the injuries and the suspension um and Darvish is going to be 40 and so like is the window still open and then two or three years after that, when these guys are still making just as much money, the window is definitely closed, right? 
and you're going to have just tons of money on the books. You can't move any of these. These are going to be albatross, albatross contracts. And I know that you overpay on the back end to get the, you know, the good years of the guy on the front end, but is it even worth that? I don't know. I just, it's, it's kind of weird for me being a Cardinals fan because our team doesn't operate that way because we just couldn't handle that kind of money on the books, like the Sandoval contract with Boston. I come back to that again and again. The Cardinals just could not have gotten up from under that, but Boston was able to just write it off as a normal expense. So I don't know, but I kind of respect it too. If Padres want to win, you know, go for it. Yeah, there's a there's definitely a certain player who I would like the Cardinals to sign next offseason. But um, yeah, the Padres are, are acting a little crazy with all these big contracts that they're giving out. Um, I think it'll work. They'll probably win a World Series within the next like three or four years, I would say. Um, they're definitely going to be in the running. They're going to have a chance. And I, I just have to say, Sandy, that you just made you made all the Cubs fans mad on TikTok the other day um, when you said that the Cardinals are better at every position. You just made all the Padres fans on TikTok mad. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I have to do what I have to do. I'm a, I'm a Cardinals apologist, and it's just the way it's going to be. Uh, a little more Manny Machado news. The other day, uh, he actually was the first violator of the pitch clock. So he wasn't in the box, ready to go, looking at the pitcher with uh, eight seconds left. So I guess this is all an umpire discretion thing, discretion thing, right? Like the batter might be in the box thinking he's ready to go, but the umpire will say, you're not engaged. You're not looking at the pitcher, but that was the first violation. The first automatic strike given out. Then yesterday we had something that generated a lot more controversy game ended because of a pitch clock violation strike three called, you know, bases loaded bottom of the ninth Braves and it's over. It was a full count too. Wasn't it? It was three, yeah. two. Mm-hmm. didn't even have to throw the pitch it's over now it's spring training so games can end in a tie but it seems like this could be telling us that a game at some point in the regular season is going to end on a pitch clock violation and now the pitch clock has gone from a rule that it felt like most people were on board with to all of a sudden there's it's very divisive so what do you guys think what are your immediate thoughts after the first two three days of watching the pitch clock in action I think it's 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 quite obvious that pitch clock is having an effect on the time that games are lasting. It's definitely yeah. speeding up the uh, the pace of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that it might be smart to maybe remove pitch clock after after like the eighth or ninth inning, uh, or even going into extra innings. Like I just don't see a need for that. Um, and especially in those big moments, like you said, with like the bases loaded and you know bottom of the ninth, final out. I just think those moments are too big to have like pitch clock ruining uh potential greatness you know like it's just not it's not worth it i think one rule that i saw was being floated around that i was really interested by is treating a pitch clock violation like a foul ball so you can't get out by a pitch Uh. clock violation and also i suppose it would work the other way around too where a pitcher can't give up a walk on a pitch clock violation i think that makes sense um but then at every point though like there's no incentive to speed up at the end of the at bat. So like, um, cause then you can just abuse it. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, but I mean, we're already seeing the game time decline to like an average of like two hours and 30 minutes and spring training so, games tend to last longer than regular season games anyway. Cause there's so many substitutions that I feel like with a little bit of extra time, it's not going to ruin it too much. Like, obviously I'm a big fan of the pitch clock is like, I like my baseball, but I don't want to be sitting there. Um, when nothing is going on so like I enjoy the the faster paced games but um, 
I'd be willing to give a little bit of extra time in there just to make sure a game doesn't end with a pitch clock violation. Cause that's just not really in the spirit of the game. Yeah, I agree with that. And like, I think a lot of people would say that we're changing baseball too much, but I think the pitch clock is more bringing us back to the way baseball used to be mm-hmm. like baseball games used to go really fast and pitchers were quick workers and, you know, everyone wanted to get out of the ballpark in well under three hours. And we've seen the average game time creep up significantly, right? We were running about 230, 235 in the 70s. And then by 2000, it was 250. And then by 2010, it was over three hours. And last year, you had average game time, three hours, 10 minutes, three hours, 15 minutes. It just, it's getting too long. And so I think this is great that it's going to limit game time. I think you're going to have increased viewership and you're going to have more viewer retention. You're going to have more engaged viewers. All of that is good. I think what the pitch clock does that I love so much is it decreases downtime as well. So you're not removing the good parts of the game. You're just removing the parts that nobody wants to cramming the action in closer. I think you could end up with more offense too, because pitchers aren't going to be able to go max effort on every single delivery which like, hey, I'm all for more offense, more balls in play, more contact. I think batters are going to swing more because pitchers might make a few more mistakes. You're not just going to be able to sit there and shake off your catcher eight times looking for the perfect pitch that you both want. So I think those are all really good things, but I agree. I also don't want it to determine a game. And the last thing I want to see is my team or anyone else's team get absolutely screwed over because some overzealous umpire makes a pitch clock call because that's totally up to their discretion too. You know, it's the rules are a little vague, so they probably could use a little bit more fleshing out, especially like the looking at the pitcher thing. I don't know. I think both feet in the batter's box is fine. Um, that's much more concrete. We can actually challenge that or call that correctly. But I really like the pitching, the pitch clock as it's like currently constructed as well. I saw a video that had a lot of attention on Twitter, but basically they like overlaid the entire Kentucky Derby like behind uh, an MLB broadcast. And it all fit between um, two pitches. <laughs> and as a Cardinals fan, I've been watching Gallegos and Hudson, who are some of MLB's slowest workers for years, and it is painful. So <laughs> I'm all for Gallegos having to only get 15 seconds between each pitch because it's absolutely painful. Um, so yeah, kind of a hot take, but I like it the way it is. And I, I want to see us try it for a whole year. The other thing is, I don't really think we're going to have that many controversies later on because I think people are going to adjust and it's just going to be the way the game works. Dakota Hudson actually had a pitch clock violation in the spring training game today. It was the Not first he just had a, he had a violation. Automatic. Ball. Not surprised at all. He's so slow. <laughs> I'm excited to see Gallegos in action. We need to see him with pitch clock. I agree. When is he going to leave for the World Baseball Classic? I don't know, but the World Baseball Classic doesn't have the pitch clock. It's not going to have exactly. any of those new rules. So I'm a little bit concerned because he's going to be off of Team Mexico. Maybe they'll get eliminated in the group stage, and then we won't have to worry about that. But um, they're in USA's group, so yeah, I don't know. Could happen. Yeah, we're going to need to knock them out. Sorry, Gio. All right. Well, we also wanted um, to play a little Sporkle quiz this episode. So we did that in one of our previous episodes. Ton of fun. We're going to bring it back. I believe we're going to be looking at a quiz about the 2013 World Series, um, going down and naming some of the statistical leaders from both the Red Sox and the Cardinals roster. It was a tough World Series for those of you who watched. (laughs) Red Sox took it in six games. Andrew, you were at one of those games, weren't you? I was at the one where Alan Craig tripped, yes, over um, (laughs) – walked off on the obstruction call 
I was not at the game where my favorite all-time Cardinal got picked off, thankfully. Yeah, my parents read that one. Was that game six that ended everything, right? No, no, it was like, I think it was the game before that. Game five? It was at home, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That that was a tough World Series. I just remember thinking, you've got to walk Ortiz, and they refused over and over. They just pitched to him every time, whatever. He's burned us over and over again. It was was relentless, and he was one of the best players of, of that team for sure. Um, yeah, he was a menace. Well, let's get into the quiz. So I think Andrew's going to share his screen and then we're going to get going here. All right, here we go. Let's get started. Five minutes to name all of these things. So Boston team nickname. Like, what are these? Like, Red Sox. <laughs> I think it's going to be Cardinals and Red oh, Sox. <laughs> That's okay. such a weird category. Uh, manager of the Cardinals would have been Matheny. Bush. Manager of the, the Red Sox. I'm terrible, but I have no idea. Yeah, I don't remember, honestly. Um, Was that the Porcello year? Nope. Price? They're, they're pitching. I, I don't remember. This was – I was a child when this happened. Um, pitching was Papelbon their closer? No, it was the Korean guy. What's his name? Ch- uh, I don't know. Um. Oh, Uehara. Uehara? Was that guy? Oh, okay. Yes. LCS MVP. Our NLCS MVP was Waka. Yeah, I remember that. Last World Series appearance was 2011 for us. Who's our GM? Their GM could have been um, Epstein. No. Time Bloom. (laughs) No. (laughs) Bloom kind of, they don't like Bloom a lot there. I've no. kind of gotten the. Who's I think our closer was Carpenter. What's our closer? Mott? Was it still Mott? Oh, yeah, probably. It wasn't. Um, who was our closer in 2013? Our, uh, our highest played player was Holiday, I think, right? In 2013? Probably. Yeah. Definitely. Last World Series appearance was 2011. I don't know why I almost said 2006. Um, oh, for the Red Sox, uh, the last World Series appearance was 08. Yeah. Seven apparently. Oh, oh seven. Um, oh, you're absolutely right. They beat the Rockies that year, right? Yeah. Who was the last MVP for the Cardinals before 2013? Albert, definitely Albert. Yeah, yeah. Their last MVP was like Ortiz, probably. Nope. Um, was it Dustin Pedroia? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Um. Was our home leader Beltron? Yeah. yeah, good call. Nolan base leader was I don't know, Wong. Descalso. Descalso. Cosmo. He's a speeder. Uh, no, it would have been Molina. No. <laughs> uh, so last Hall of Fame inductee. Does that mean the last one to be inducted prior to that, or the last one to play prior to that? Because then it would have been Roland. Who was the last one to be inducted? Manager for, wait. Pitching. Oh, I bet it was Ozzy Smith. What? We had, we had, it's probably some like. Suter. Give me Suter. Yeah. And Herzog. Oh, okay. Stolen that base and saves leader. Who was our closer in 2013? I feel like we should know this. Was it Joe Kelly? No. Kelly has an E before the Y. 
He was a starter back then, I think. He was. Oh, my gosh. Who was our closer? This is, like, before I was, like, I was young when this happened, okay? We were, like, 10. <laughs> their last Cy Young winner was oh you know what okay for the pitching wins leader I bet it's John Lester oh. yeah oh duh. great call great call um, stolen base leader oh I bet Clemens did Clemens play in Boston no I think he did I don't I don't know what the criteria for that is because I would have said John Smoltz was our last Hall of Fame inductee but like I think you have to go in as that team. Yeah. Stolen base. We have 51 seconds. This is over. Um, Who was our saves leader? I tried Rosenthal. That was pre-Rosie. It was, it was before Rosie. It could have been Boggs. Mitchell Boggs. It could have been. I don't know. Like I, This is before I would have known the bullpens of both teams. Really well. I feel like I could do this for both teams right now. Ooh, ooh, could it be Carlos it. Martinez? Could it be Carlos Martinez? No, but it was Pedro Martinez. Oh, that's an obvious one that we missed. I feel like an idiot. Um, Who was their manager? Why don't we know this? I know their manager the now. highest paid player. Like We have to know that, right? Sandoval? Or did he sign the contract the next year? That would be... Wait, was Lance Lynn a uh, a reliever? No. no. Two seconds over. Oh Man. no! Oh, it was oh, Lackey. John Farrell, I knew that. Oh, John Jay for stolen base leader. Okay. Yeah, that's. Oh, he only Who had ten. This? Oh, Mujica. I should have known that. That's, that? cool. that's embarrassing. Ben Charrington was their GM. He's with the Pirates now. Who is this guy? Edward Mujica. No, no, Mujica was good. I should have gotten Mujica. <laughs> I'll be honest, I have no idea who Jim Rice is, so Red Sox fans don't hate me. I'm sorry. I probably should. I'm a terrible baseball fan. All right, yeah, let's do it. Uh, we got another Sporkle quiz for you guys. Um, we're going to try to name all of the projected 2023 MLB starting lineups. This is going to be oh tough. Gosh. Let's this be start tough. with the AL East. Starting pitcher right. the Orioles. Or I bet it's John Means, right? Like Means got Tommy John. I think it's Gibson. No, Means got Tommy John. Oh, what? Yeah, Means got Tommy John last year. He's back this year. Of course, Adley Rutschman for catcher. Yeah, Rutschman's gonna catch. Mount Castle. Mount Castle. Uh, Mateo. Um, third base is Henderson. Yeah, oh. definitely Henderson. Oh, Arias, Arias, uh, his his brother. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Mullins is in the outfield. Yep. Santander is going to be right fielder DH. Ooh. DH and left field. It would have been Hanser Alberto a few years ago, but it's not him anymore. Our Red Sox. Um, Sale? Sale? Yep. Their catcher is going to – ooh. I don't know. It's not Vasquez anymore. Um, no, Vasquez is gone. It's not Bogarts anymore either. Um, Devers. Oh, their shortstop is Mondesi. Nope. Oh, okay, he's been, he's been traded to the Red Sox. This is an old quiz thing. Okay, that's fine. Oh, yeah, it was January 9th, so it's going to change the name a little bit. I bet Story then. I don't know if the news on Story had broken. Yeah, it's Story. Um, Left field is probably Verdugo. Oh, wait. Who, oh, he's right. It's Turner, right? Turner's there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would have been at second base for them? Um, 
It's tough. This is tough. Who'd they end up with their catcher? And who would have been? Oh, first is probably uh, Casas. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it is it Zunino? Did they sign Zunino in the offseason? I think Zunino went to Cleveland. Well, that'll be somewhere. Uh, oh, yeah. Yankees Cole. Um, Cole. Trevino. Rizzo. Torres. Bader. Donaldson. Kiner. Boafa. Nope. No, I mean, it's Volpe. Peraza. 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 And then Stanton. Judge. Hicks. Oh, no Hicks. That's fun. Okay, let's go to the Rays. I bet it's Jeffrey Springs or Shane McClanahan. It's McClanahan, probably. Springs was so good last year. That was a great signing by them. A Rosa um, Franco. Let's knock the easy ones out. Low. Brandon Lau is really good. I thought it was Brandon Lau. Whoops. Um, it's Lau. Who's going to be at third for them? And who's catching? It's not Zunino. Is Mejia, is Mejia catching for them? There's all there's that one guy. What's his name? He's like really underrated. He gets on base. It's Diaz. Yeah, Yandy Diaz. That yeah. dude's so good. Really good. Blue Jays, Manoa, Kirk, Ferrero. Nice. Merrifield, Chapman. Oh, I forgot about Merrifield being there. I always associate him with the Bichette. Royals. Yep, Bichette. I wonder if Biggio is going to be in there. Arsho, Biggio. No. No. Springer. It's weird that they don't have Hernandez. Who's in center? And also Richick. second base. Rich. Oh. oh, he's on the he's on the Rockies, I think now. Oh my gosh, you're right. I forget. Um, who's their DH? And center fielder slash second baseman. There's another one of those on the Blue Jays. And it's not Kayvon Biggio. Hmm. Uh, it's Tri Guriel Jr. Oh, he was traded to the Diamondbacks in the offseason. Yeah, with, you're uh, right. Varsho? No, Varsho came to the Blue Jays. Who's the guy who went to Diamondbacks? Uh, Moreno and somebody, Lords Guriel Jr. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Let's well, White Sox. White Sox, we could do. Cease, probably, right? Tim Anderson. Cease or Lynn. At first is gonna well, I mean Robert and Jimenez and Moncada. I don't know this team at all. Um, it's not a Brayo at first anymore. Yeah, that's oh, it's um, oh no, no, he's kind of a big guy. Hit a lot of home runs, but struck out a lot. Kind of stereotypical slugger, terrible at defense. Oh, they just signed Benintendi in the offseason as well. Yep, Benintendi got a bag from them. Come on, I've I've got to know this guy's name. Andrew Vaughn, his first yep, place. that's it, Andrew Vaughn. Yep. They did have Madrigal. I think he's on the Cubs, though. Type it in there anyway, because pretty sure he'll be yep. a Cub. No, I think they traded him to the Cubs. All right, Cleveland, Bieber. Quan, give me some Quan. I love that guy. Uh, uh, Jimenez. Andrew Kisner, or Josh Bell, as he's commonly known. Jimenez, Jimenez, Jimenez. Uh, Ramirez Naylor, Eric Cole's father. <laughs> um, Jose Ramirez, of course, third base. 
Oh, Harold Ramirez for the Rays. Should have gotten that name. Ahmed Rosario. Oh, who plays center for them? It's that uh, it's straw. Yeah. It's straw. Good call. And then right. I thought right was Quan Loki. There's someone else in right. I don't. Uh oh, oh, Gonzalez. Oscar Gonzalez. Oh, got us. So oh. a name that we never would have gotten, probably. Tigers. Right. On to Los Tigres. No, it's not Scoop. What are we, Boyd? Boyd? No. Turnbull? No, Mize is hurt. So Everyone Scoop. on this team is hurt. Oh, Rodriguez. Erod. Oh, there we go. Julio Rodriguez as well. Um, uh, Haas. Haas is the catcher. Javi Baez, of course. Miguel Cabrera. Oh, we already got him. Uh, oh. Javi Baez. Akil Badu. Oh. Badu. Oh, who's their big name rookie that just the drum? Yeah, Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson. Yeah, Riley Green. Yeah. Uh oh, for the Rays, by the way, it's Paredes. There we go. Oh, it's Meadows for the Tigers, right? Yep. There we go. The other name in that trade. And then also in the infield, they're gonna have shoot, I know this. This guy I'm living with next year is a Tigers fan. So we talk Tigers a lot. I should know these names. Is Goodrum not on there? Nico Goodrum. Nope. All right, Royals. Granky. Side of in the middle infield. It's not Granky. Who is it? No, it's probably Singer, Brady Singer. No. Like Duffy. Bubich. Perez is their catcher. Bobby First. Uh, Who's second base? Oh, uh, Pasquantino is going to be someone. The Pasquatch. I love that guy. Second base. I don't know anyone in the Royals. I don't. Uh, know. Is is Taylor going to be on that team? Michael A. Taylor. I know he's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. Who's in their outfield? I just I, I can't think of anybody right now. Hunter Dozier. I wonder which team Carlos Correa is going to be on in this quiz. Oh, he's just not even here. (laughs) (laughs) Nerd. Well, I have no idea who's going to be on the Twins instead of him, so that'll be fun. Oh, um, Santana. I think Santana went to the Pirates, didn't he? I think you're right, actually. Aledmus Diaz is on the A's now? Sorry, I see that name down there. That's weird. I don't know who the Royals second baseman is. Royals fans hate me. We can't get your starter either. It's not Singer. It's not Ubich. It's not Granky. Did you type Granky correctly? I, I think it's IE. I think I typed it both ways. Yeah. yeah then, not, uh, not sure. Twins is what? Kevin Singer. Uh, no. It's correct. Nice. Sunny Gray is so underrated. Uh, their catcher. It's Sanchez, right? Nope. Uh, of course, like Byron Buxton's a big name. Um, Try Sano. Blanco. Kepler. Cave, Jake Cave. I'm surprised Joe Ryan's not the twin starter. He was really fun last year. I think he might have gotten hurt. I don't remember, though. Let's see. 
the AL Central is just a vacuum for me. I have no idea. Yeah, some of those are tough names. Let's let's go down to the AL West. We'll come back to the Twins. They're Astros, they're tough. Not Verlander. Um, Valdez. Yeah, Valdez. Maldonado. Abreu. Abreu. Altuve. Altuve. Bregman. Uh, Bregman. Pena. Jeremy Pena, the most overrated player in baseball right now. You're gonna make so many people mad, Sandy. He's so he was third on the fans list. He's not even a top ten shortstop right now. Um, I know he won World Series MVP. He had a great series. Tucker, McCormick, Angels, Otani. Too easy. He got got two of them. Um, is it gonna be Ohop? Is Ohop gonna be the catcher? He is nice. Uh, Taylor Ward, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, Ward, Renfro, Trout. Ward, Rendon. Oh, they think he's going to be healthy. Fletcher. <laughs> he will be healthy. I'm a believer. Not Fletcher. Who's at second base for them? Drury. You. You're a resident Angels expert. Okay, the athletics. Starting pitcher is going to be Blackburn, probably. Nope. No? No? Oh, boy. The athletics are going to be Irvin. Too. Irvin. I think they hadn't traded him yet. Yep, he's been traded, so... Uh, catcher's Langoliers. Maybe it's Murphy still. Nope, but that gets us for the Braves. Oh, Not it's, vote either. It's Langoliers with an E, I think. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Yes. Okay, good. First base is going to be... Kemp is on this team. Nice. Uh, well, let's go. The outfield is Loriano. And also Capel, maybe. I'll never forget that. Um, yeah. Uh, P-A-C-H-E from the Braves. Pache, Posh, Pache. Okay. I have no idea. What? I have no idea how to say it, but I thought he was going to be on that team. So who's playing center if Loreano's not in center anymore? You know, the A's. Did they get Jace Peterson? Good call. Thank you. All right, Mariners. We're not getting the A's. Castillo. I'm surprised it's not Ray. Uh, their catcher is going to be Cal Raleigh. No oh. idea who's going to play first. Oh, yeah, France. Never mind. Evan White was that first base prospect they were so jazzed up about, and then he sucked. Second They're... base is Wong. Yep, Wong and Dylan Moore. At third, it's going to be – it's not Seager anymore. It was him for the longest time. Yeah, it's Suarez, Kyle Crawford – or J.P. Crawford, not Kyle Crawford. J.P. Crawford at short. He's on the left. Hey, oh, you already have Teoscar and Julio, which means hmm, I don't know. Hanniger's gone. He would have been their DH. Who's going to be their DH? Oh my gosh, we're running out of time. We got it. We got to move faster. Let's go. Let's go straight uh-huh. to the end. Semyon, Seager. Heim is the catcher. Heim. Garcia. Let's just get. Oh, that got so many. Yeah. Garcia's. All right, let's get the Cardinals real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Wainwright. Contreras. That feels. Contreras. Oh, that's three. Oh, Contreras. lots of Contreras. Three Contreras. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Three Contreras is in the NL Central. Donovan. Edmund. Did I just misspell Arenado? Yeah, you did. Edmund. O'Neill. Carlson. Carlson. Newt. Yep. Yep. Nice. Nice. Beautiful. That was quick. Um, uh, let's do the rest of NL Central real, real fast. 
Um, yeah. um, All right, for the Cubs, Giants. it's probably Hendricks. Oh, we're going to the Brewers. Okay, we can go Cubs. Uh, it's Stroman. Hendricks. Oh, Stroman. Uh, Barnhart. Barnhart. Yeah. You should know this. We're better than them at every position, Sandy. Hosmer. Mancini. <laughs> yep. No. What? Corner. Ellinger. Uh, third is Wisdom. Uh, Morelvin is third. Left is Suzuki. And then, oh, he's right. Never mind. Left is, Left is yeah, bums. Bum roster. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Tyler Stevenson for the catcher. He is so good. Really good. Um, yeah. Votto. Votto, of course. Whoa. Can't type. Um, uh, Farmer is on that team, if I'm correct. Oh, he's somewhere else. I don't know. The Reds are terrible. Brewers, Telez. <laughs> Telez is the scariest bat in that lineup. Not uh, it was the shortstop. Oh, the home run. Thomas. Thomas. E O N. E O N. You had it. Oh, I guess he's not on the Pirates. That's weird. Um. Oh, we're running out of time. It's going so fast. Second base for the Brewers. I don't oh, even know. Oh, Luis. We already have Luis Arias. Um, oh. Okay, Kershaw Smith. Um, Muncy. Betts. Muncy. Muncy. Turner. Oh, Muncy's going to play third there? Yeah, Turner's. Throw Turner in there anyway for the Phillies. Uh, is Thompson going to play? Trace Thompson? Yeah, crazy that he's a starter now. Thirty-eight. Uh, uh, JT Martinez is on the Dodgers now. Or JD, JD. You're yeah. right. Good call. I got us a lot of Martinez's. Um, Padres Musgrove. No, Darvish Musgrove. Uh, their catcher. Yeah, Nola. It's not Hosmer anymore. It's Bogarts. Cronenworth. No. Oh. <laughs> Crone zone. Uh, oh, Cronenworth's going to play first. You're right, because Bogart, Tatis. Soto. Soto, Machado. Dude, Tatis Jr. I think he's still suspended. Oh, that's true. Webb is the ace of the Giants. Grisham. Grisham. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. We're missing Padres. Oh, Matt Carpenter is the DH for the Padres. Nice. Who else on the Rockies? Brendan Rodgers. You're the Marlins, Sandy. You're the Marlins guy. Uh, yeah, Alcantara is going to be the pitcher. Stallings is the catcher. It's weird that Brian Anderson's not there anymore. Wendell's on that team. Joey Wendell. Gene Segura, of course, our worst uh, enemy. Yeah, I don't like Segura. Yep, Jazz. There's two S's in Chisholm. There we go. He's not in center field. Um. Let's do the Braves. Uh, Vaughn Grissom. I don't oh, know if he's Mize is on the up. Twins still. Um, Braves Grissom. We can do the Phillies real quick too. Um, Albies Acuna. Oh. They have so many superstars. That that's the best. Team. Uh, Harris. Yeah, Harris. The is Ozuna from the Braves still. Uh, yes. Uh, Ozuna Ozuna. Ozuna. Okay, let's go to the Mets really quickly too. They're really recognizable. Uh, Verlander, Verlander. Or Scherzer. 
Probably Verlander. Yeah. Yeah, Verlander. Narvaez. Um, I can't believe it's those two and not the top overall prospect Alvarez, but. Uh, Vogelback is DH most likely. Danny Burgers. Danny Burgers. Yep. Nimmo is going to be on there. Marte is going to be on there. Who's going to is Brett Beatty on there? Oh, Eduardo Escobar for third base. Nice. Um. Um. McNeil, Jeff McNeil, second. Shortstop Lindor. How do we forget that one? And then who's left? Canna. Nice. Phillies. Okay, Phillies. Quick, quick, quick. Phillies. Haskins. No, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Stott. Harper, Stott and Boehm. Stott. Harper's hurt. Boom. Boom stinks. Castellanos. Schwarber. Uh, Schwarber. Marsh is there. Uh, third base? No idea. Nationals. Give me Joey Manesis. <laughs> or Manesis, <laughs> whatever. And the catcher is going to be uh, Carter Keyboom. Or it's um it's no, it's prospect. either him or the other guy. They got Ruiz. from the Dodgers a long time ago. Yep, Kiebert. We got a minute left. Let's do the Pirates. Um, um Joy. Uh, Cruz. They're not good. Reynolds. Uh, Hayes. Cabrian Hayes. Uh, Carlos Santana. Uh, it's already yep. there. It's you already said there. all of the names on that team that are good. Gallon is the ace of the Diamondbacks. That's fun. Oh, their first baseman is actually good. Walker. Christian yeah. Walker. Yep, yep, Christian Walker. Uh, Gabriel Moreno is probably their catcher. No. Carson Alec Thomas. Carson Kelly. Carroll. Thomas and Carroll. Alec Thomas isn't on there? Really? Nick that Ahmed. Was Thomas, Stop. I think, from the Nationals. I mean, yeah. Nick Ahmed. Oh, let's go to the Giants really quickly, too. Oh, Brandon Belt plays for the Blue Jays. He's the guy we missed for the Blue Jays. Crawford. Um, Crawford. Longoria. Yep. Nope. He goes on now. Bro, who are we missing? We're missing so many names. Oh, uh, Yastrzemski. Yastrzemski. You won't be able to type it in fast enough. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Scroll up to the top. Let's see what we got here. Austin Hayes. Oh, Yoshida. Should have gotten Hayes and Stowers or McKenna. All these, yeah, these are just Yoshida's offseason signing. Arroyo's a good name. Should have gotten that. Would never have gotten Betancourt. Should have gotten Siri, Manny Margot. Oh, Joey Gallo's oh, on the team. I forgot team. about Joey Gallo. Wait, go to the Tigers. Scope. Scope. And Nick Maton came over in that Phillies trade for Gregory Soto. Jordan Lyles is the pitcher they picked for the Royals. Seriously? That's weird. I would have gone with like four other guys, but that's Joey Gallo and Nick Gordon. That's still pretty impressive, though. We got most of the names, like two hundred. Oh, and I knew some of those Reds too: Senzel, Myers, Casali, Newman, even Friedel and Steer. Like, should have gotten all those names to be. I forgot Yelich. That's embarrassing. Oh, that's terrible! Don't even show people that. Forgot Chris Bryant. (laughs) You forgot Winker and my arch nemesis, Caratini. Maybe my least favorite player in baseball. Sorry. Oh, we forgot Cal Mitchell, Sandy. How could you forget Cal Mitchell? I hate that guy. Rodolfo <laughs> Castro. Austin Hedges is a pirate now. That's fun. Wow. Well, I mean, we were really rushed once we got to the second half of the NL. We were really rushed. Yeah. And we didn't even get time to do the Giants. We could have we gotten a bunch of those. 
But hey, that was a great quiz. Good job, guys. You know, we did our best. Got a lot of names. We did good. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to another episode of Newt News. It was great to have you with us. Um, you know, once again, we're just so hyped that baseball's back. Um, so we're super excited. We hope you guys stay with us through the whole season. We're going to be doing series previews and recaps all year long. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to move uh, off of our once a week schedule. We're going to be doing them a little more frequently. So be sure to be watching with us uh, every couple of days, every time there's a new series. Uh, also want to plug again, we're going to have Katie Wu on the show next week. She's a writer at The Athletic. She's amazing. Go check her out. Go read her stuff. Um, she's really, really great. And it's an honor to have her on the show. So because we've got her on the show, a special occasion, we really want you guys to leave some questions. So please comment down below. Let us know if you have any questions. We're going to ask Katie. She's super plugged into the team, super connected. She knows a lot. So she's a great resource. Um, yeah. Thanks for watching the show with us. And we'll see you guys next week.